Hey everyone, welcome to a new episode of the Fashion Grunge Podcast. I am your host, Lauren. And I'm Mikey. Hey, what's up? We are talking to Die For, 1995, directed by Gus Van Sant. This is a request, I believe. So yeah, this is cool. Someone on Instagram was like, are you going to do To Die For? I was like, it's on the list. Because we were doing we're talking um, about it. It was after we did uh, Batman Forever, right? I think. Mm-hmm. And then we got Nicole Kidman. We're in a Nicole Kidman uh, era. <laughs> <laughs> we went from our passion to of uh, Bruce Willis to a uh, Nicole Kidman fix. <laughs> I know, right? She is really, she is super cool. And also, there was another Nicole Kidman. Oh yeah, when I did Indecent Proposal, she that was supposed to be for her and Tom Cruise mm. and Warren Beatty. So it's another like weird Nicole Kidman vibe. And that's cool. And I didn't realize that this was uh, directed by Gus Van Sant until you told me, um, I think either on my podcast or your last episode, because um, I, I, I love Goodwill Hunting and Milk. Yes. He directed both of those. He also directed My Own Private Idaho, which Joaquin's older brother, River, who had since passed away when this came out, was also in. I heard his I heard his sister was in this too. Uh Summer Phoenix. Yeah, I believe isn't it Summer Phoenix? Yeah. But Summer? I don't know who she played. I think she was like uncredited or something. Yeah, I was gonna say I think she's like a background person, but I haven't I haven't I always hear that, but I never see her. She's in random stuff as like the background girl. Well, she's in SLC Punk. She's yeah. like the main girl that well, not the main, but the girl that he really likes at the end. And I'm trying to think of like some other things I've seen her in. She has a podcast with her sister. Oh yeah. Like the old yeah, I think it's the older sister, probably the oldest one, I guess. And it was really funny because I think it's called Launch Left, but I'm not hundred percent, but I'm pretty sure it's called Launch Left. And it's so cool. Back when Joker came out, Joaquin went on there. So they're all three of them are siblings. And it was like the best interview ever because it was like, they were just like, you know, they're, they're siblings. So it's, you know, they can ask him all this stuff that no one else can. And they know him. How many siblings? Are are there only three? No, there were like seven. Are you serious? Or six. Yeah. Hold on. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah. There are a lot. I think he's the fourth. I know that Joaquin, I believe is the fourth. Let me see if there's six. Different name before this movie. Leaf. Leaf. Right. And this was the first movie that he actually came out as um, uh, Joaquin. Yeah. And so. he has five siblings. So there's six oh, wow. all together. That's crazy. Yeah. But yeah, uh-huh. no, I, I, I like this movie. This was the first time I actually saw it. Um, I know. That's cool. And you've seen this a bunch of times, right? A bunch of times. Not a ton, but I've seen it on TV in like the 90s maybe and then i saw it again on like hbo a long time ago Mm. and it's one of those kind of i remember when it came out i remember the poster like if you look if you google the poster it's like this bluish kind of like it looks kind of like basic instinct right it looks kind of like erotic thriller like she's like this man eater and also kind of looks like the serial mom poster too but oh, the serial yeah. mom one is like funnier <laughs> but yeah, but, yeah it has a weird yeah <laughs> so that's another one that's on the list but that has a super it has a really weird poster but i remember thinking it was like i don't know what i thought it was before i saw it but then yeah, I, finally I, remember, saw it. I remember seeing the poster and then i remember the trailer where she's like surrounded by the the paparazzi at the end and where she goes mm-hmm. about justice and um all that other stuff and something like yeah that. <laughs> it's so funny i mean it's not funny uh, i mean ha you know haha funny but it, it is so funny weird because this movie's like it's a funny kind of black comedy on so much like this actual true case it's the pamela smart case that's what it's kind of based on although she was not a journalist she was a teacher yeah at a school i guess that's the main difference because this actually happened like they're was a boy that she was having an affair with that was in high school that she convinced to kill her husband. And he did. So creepy. Yeah. So I think it happened in the 90. I think it was like 1990. Yeah. So it it had just happened. So yeah, that's what the book is kind of based on. Yeah. The book is written by this guy named Buck. No, I'm sorry. Um, Buck Henry is the writer of the movie. Um, Oh yeah. Author is Joyce Maynard, who actually is, uh, the character of Suzanne, uh, her lawyer, I believe. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. That was cool to find out. I love when when stuff happens like that, where they're 
they put the author in the mm-hmm. movie or the director in the movie. I mean, like uh, with the Marvel stuff that I'm doing on my podcast, like Stan Lee, before he di- he passed away, he would be in every one of the Marvel movies. I know. So cute. Yeah. Oh, miss oh poor Stan Lee. Yeah. But I, I love that stuff. Um, yeah, it is really cool. I like that, too. Uh, Hitchcock used to be in his films, mm-hmm. too. That's right. He was like a little, but he was more like Stan Lee. You actually knew, but like Hitchcock would just be like walking in the back. Like, right, you would, yeah, you wouldn't even like really that. know he was there, yeah. <laughs> which is cool. And Dial in for Murder, one of my favorite Hitchcock films. He's like in the main story takes place in this apartment and this guy is like hiring this man to kill his wife is like the, the main story. But he knows the guy already. Mm-hmm. So in in his apartment, the guy comes to his apartment and on his wall is a picture when they went to college and like Alfred Hitchcock is in the picture. Oh, no. like, yeah. So like he's not in the film walking around because there are only like three people in the movie. But yeah, he's like in the picture, which is pretty cool. It's funny. I love Alfred Hitchcock and I love his style, but I've only seen minimal. I've seen the bird like I've seen the birds and I've seen Psycho. Oh, okay. In Vertigo, right? Vertigo is another Alfred Hitchcock. Yep. Mm-hmm. But I believe those are the only three that stand out to me at the moment. Yeah, I haven't seen every single one. Dial in for Murder is one of my favorites. I think that's streaming for free on like Crackle or Tubi. It's one of those weird ones that you can like watch online or like watch on your smart TV. Mm-hmm. It's really cool. That's a good one. They actually remade that in the 90s called, I think, A Perfect Murder with like M- Michael Douglas and... Uh- yeah, mm-hmm. someone. Was it Charlize? It was someone he was married to. I forgot. That's that's a Hitchcock film that they. Oh, so like that's, that's like a reboot or. Yeah, yeah, it's like a total reboot because I think Viggo Mortensen. I think it's a little different. I think in that one he's not hiring this random man to kill her. I think it's like her like lover or something like he finds out she's cheating and he offers the guy like he doesn't have any money. The guy's like an artist and I think he offers him like a whole bunch of money to like kill his wife. Oh, wow. Or something like that. It's something like that's the story, I believe. But yeah, that's like a Hitchcock one. There's also an amazing one called Rebecca mm-hmm. that they recently redid on Netflix. I heard about it. Yeah, yeah like Army Hammer plays Laurence Olivier's role. Um, Rebecca is incredible. It's like 1940. It's really early. That's such a good movie. I won't watch the new one because the, I mean, the other one's Hitchcock. Like, how can you redo Hitchcock? I mean, right. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's in- intense. And then what's the other one I've seen? Oh, Strangers on a Train, I believe, is also Hitchcock. That one, like, freaked me out. Like, that one actually was so creepy. It's like, let me say it. I'm pretty sure that one is also um, Hitchcock. Yes, it is. Yeah, that's another good one, too. Oh, nice. I think we were going to review Psycho. But so yeah, we still can. I mean, that's on the yeah, list to do. Um, yeah, that's on the list. His version, to do. not like the '90s version, right? Oh yeah, no, good lord, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> I can't. The Anne Hesh, uh was it Vince Vaughn? Vince version? Vaughn. Yeah. I mean, I feel like if it was for free streaming somewhere, we could just have like a movie like that we just shit on. Right. <laughs> but I don't know if I want to waste my time like watching something like and then figured, shit on it. What was it? Buster Rhymes back when videos were cool. Um he did a psycho music video, I think. Oh, oh did he? Yeah, but I can't remember the song. I don't know. I can remember the visuals, but <laughs> it's not that like was it like Wuha got you all in check? House. That's all I remember. <laughs> It was oh the- shit oh i don't know i only know like yeah. that one and then the one he did with janet oh I you know that one with janet jackson i love that song yeah that song's the- so good oh my god her beautiful like purple outfit with yeah Jane. yeah it's so cool <laughs> it's like, she looks so awesome oh amazing but yeah so what were your what were your like first thoughts like did you this is the first time you've seen it so yeah. did you like it did you not like it so as someone that has never seen this movie i honestly thought it was good it wasn't great but good. Mm-hmm. Um, I do love Nicole Kidman in most anything she does. She's yeah, same. I didn't gorgeous. realize how much I loved her. <laughs> She's fabulous. Her acting was very convincing as a narcissist um, with a personality disorder, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not mad at her hairstylist. Um, although, I mean, like, it was the 90s after all. It's very broadcast <laughs> woman chic. <laughs> like yeah. Bob that's, like, turned under with the bang. I mean, and it's weird because... I mean, to, to, to tell the truth, when I was Googling, I did see an article that was like, to die for goofs. And oh, goofs? Really? 
So where there was like, I can't remember what scene it was, but her hair was like longer. And then in another scene, it was shorter in the same. Yeah. And they're like, did she change wigs? (laughs) Oh, shit. Sorry for the rustling. I'm I'm eating pretzel peanut butter. (laughs) It's okay. I have (laughs) Cheez-Its. Um, but I was wowed by the cast actually as the movie unfolded because I only saw like the top billers before I started watching the movie. So, you know, it's like, oh, okay, Phoenix, Nicole Kidman. And then I was like, oh, okay. So then, you know, there's like, there's like the dad from Clueless, yeah, Uh, Dan (laughs) Hadaya. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, Casey Affleck, um, the author, like I told you, she was in there. Um, that woman, Holland Taylor, she was the professor from Legally Blonde. I think she's. She's Sarah Paulson's girlfriend. What? She's Sarah Paulson's girlfriend in real life. Oh my God. Are you serious? Yeah. You didn't know that? They've been dating for so long. Oh my God. Let's find out how long. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah. Isn't she Suzanne's mom? Yeah. She's. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I mean, she was from Legally Blonde as a professor and then uh, she was in Two and a Half Men. That's so cool. Let me say. Yeah. They've been partnered since 2015. That's so crazy. Yeah. Oh. I love that. Um, I know, it's so cool. I think it's either Suzanne's dad or Matt Dillon's dad. No, no, no. Matt Dillon's dad is Dan Hadia. Yeah, mm-hmm. the Italian one. Suzanne's father is uh, that actor from that 70s show. Yeah. Kurtwood was... Smith. What's his name? Kurtwood. Kurtwood. Oh. Smith, yeah. Sorry. Oh, that's his name. Okay, yeah. I see him in a lot of stuff. And then uh, <laughs> freaking like Ned from the first Jurassic Park movie. <laughs> Oh yeah, Newman. Newman, yeah. <laughs> Newman from Seinfeld. Yes, yeah, slash yeah, yeah. Jurassic yeah, Park was I, like two I years before. That. I love that, and I was like, oh, that's cool. And then like the music is by Danny Elfman. Um, but oh, me, you, and Charles have to do Jurassic I, Park. Yes. Yeah, like we have to. It's not very fashion grunge, but who the fuck cares? Right. It was awesome. <laughs> so <laughs> I, good. I like how at the near end this turned very like mafia esque. Mm-hmm. I mean, that is how you get rid of a body. You know, I mean, not that buried in the ice. <laughs> not that I know or anything, but um, yeah. Um, I liked how uh, also Kidman was kind of talking like very fourth wall esque. Uh huh. I mean, you find out at the end she's like talking to a camera, mm-hmm. but until then, you feel like she's talking to you. You know, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um. So cool what else did i say oh i had a, a few other things i was like did that teacher just hit casey and threaten him that he would cut his balls <laughs> yeah right i was oh like my did God. You do that and get away with that okay i i just reviewed foxfire the other day have you seen foxfire what's that oh dude you gotta watch it it's on like amazon prime or hulu or whatever it's like one of the early angelina films it was like right after hackers mm-hmm and it takes place, and Jenny Lewis from Rilo Kylie's in it too. Oh, nice. It takes place um, in like Portland, and a bunch of girls in this high school like are being sexually abused by their fucking teacher. And they like beat him up and they all like form this bond together. And like Angelina's like this amazing like drifter girl who kind of comes in and like, you know, kind of shows them like the world is a different kind of place and like, you know, kind of gets them to live vicariously, whatever. Um, but yeah, that teacher was like sexually abusing these girls. I was like, what the fuck? Like, what's going on with these teachers? Oh my God. Yeah. And then uh, my other thing was that uh, James, um, Joaquin Phoenix's character, mm-hmm. it's oddly interesting how he describes his fling with uh, Suzanne as like this zombie state. <laughs> Kind of he, like, that's how he acts like all the time and then, yeah i know he looks at the camera and he's like what <laughs> and then he like, looks like he's like stoned and masturbating at the same time <laughs> like throughout this entire film that's what he looks like he looks like he's like like yeah it's just so fucking weird and then one of my uh, my last questions and even though this was my first impression i was like who plays music at her funeral <laughs> Oh my god, yeah. That that was in one of my my story notes. It was just like, wow. <laughs> the speaker, the boombox at the funeral. I mean. That's what I wrote. Even the priest was looking at her all crazy. They like, all were. They were like, did this bitch pull out a boombox? <laughs> like, and like hit play. Like it was like queued up. <laughs> like, like did she queue up the tape? Or did we have 
like CDs in 95? Yeah, we probably did. Yeah, we did. But it's like, who put the CD in there? Like, did, <laughs> did it come? Like, does she have the batteries in it? Like, she brought it out from the car. Like, I need more info on how that how that right. speaker got there. But yeah, that was that was my first impression. What are what are your cool? Mine were like uh, earlier, like I said, it was like seen. I've seen it a few times on TV, and it's not in my like top uh, '90s films. Like I don't. It's not like one of my faves, but it's a good. It's a really good watch. I feel like it's. Uh, I also really love Gus Van Sant. He's just such a, just a dramatic and like really different director. Mm-hmm. I feel like he does so many different kinds of films. Like you mentioned, Milk and Gus and. Uh, Goodwill Hunting, like those are completely different from this. Mm-hmm. Uh, My own private Idaho is completely different from this. Um, um, oh gosh, it's one of the early episodes we did. It's so incredible. Like Keanu and River Phoenix are just—it's so incredible. And uh, that was ninety-one. And then he did Elephant, that film that was in like oh, the with early Cher, right. What was Cher? Yeah. No, 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 no. It's the one that has like a bunch of like indie actors and it's about like, it's kind of sort of like a Columbine-esque thing. Oh, where? Yeah, like it's a it's about like, oh, I think no, it's a school called... shooting or let me see. Let me look at it. I, I, I corrected myself. The one with Cher I was thinking about is called Mask about the uh, elephant Titus. Um, her son has a disformed face. Oh, okay. Totally different. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, wow. Yeah, this is like, this was done in 2003. And it's about like a suburban high school and like two kids come to like, almost the exact same thing as um, Columbine. Oh, wow. But it was very like dramatic when it came out because it it was only like two or three years removed from when that happened. Mm -hmm. But it was like a comment on it. I've seen it once a long time ago. Like I need to watch it again. But uh, you see, he always does like really different kind of films. So I I like that about him. I also have this feels very like Tim Burton-esque, like the colors. Yes. Like in Edward Scissorhands, like all like the literally she's wearing clothes like from edward scissorhands like she could yeah all pastel and like easter eggy Mm -hmm. and like super weird i think that's cool and also i wrote like in the 90s all these movies like i mean this one i just did sfw with charles uh, which will be up before you hear this one so that one is like a big comment on media and how uh like journalists portray people in media and kind of like you know romanticize and like make these people stars because of like true crime that's happened Mm -hmm. so i feel like the 90s was the first time where we started to see like media started to see a comment on how media really shaped the culture it wasn't just a media story anymore it was like movies were being made about it like films were being made people were portraying like this character this pamela smart thing like this is a crazy story that we hear a lot about now and we know about the one was it Mary Kay Letourneau yeah. the one that had the affair with a sixth grader like we know about them they're in the lexicon now so it's like there's so many films natural born killers you know how they were it was all told through the media like mm-hmm. how the media was like obsessing about them and they were famous but like for the wrong reasons so I feel like the 90s has so many of those. Like this is another one about like tabloid, TV, like being on TV is really important. Oh, and yeah. that's like the goal. Yeah. So I think it's really funny. That's not funny, but it's interesting that this was the time that they kind of, I don't think the 80s really explored that. Not I think it was more 90s, at least for yeah. like more mainstream films. Yeah. I mean, this was, uh, I mean, yeah, you, it's a it's a black comedy, right? Mm-hmm. But it's also based on a true story but it's also a satire mm-hmm. on you will do anything for to be in the limelight yeah you know so it's 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 crazy and scary at the same time so yeah a lot of 90s even to i mean even now <laughs> i mean well, yeah now, now it's even worse because now you have like technology like you have platforms like facebook and Snapchat. youtube and like YouTube. yeah people can make their own movies now yeah so you know <laughs> it's pretty nuts it's, it's pretty it's, fucking it's, nuts. It's nuts but yeah no like i give this movie like a solid b oh nice yeah i would say around a b too i really it's a fun watch oh, it is. i enjoyed it this is very much like how I describe that new show Bridgerton everyone's watching. So I'm like, good. I'm like, it's a good watch. Like it's not breaking bad. We're not like winning Emmys here, I but like, it's, never finished that. 
Oh God, how could you not? It was so good. I was like, it's a good, it's a fun watch. You know, it's not like historically accurate. So it's like kind of fun and it's more like teenage, you know, but, Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, it was a fun watch. I mean, I liked it. So yeah, it was pretty cool. Sweet. Um, do you have any behind the scenes? I do have behind the scenes. I have that the budget was $20 million. That's a lot. Uh-huh. And she, okay, Nicole Kidman also got paid $2 million. That's a lot for her in 95, or was it not? What'd she make for Batman? Well, so that, I'll well, wait, but yeah, uh, I forget. Yeah, no, and I have that. Oh, the box office was 21.3, so it wasn't like a massive, no. uh, yeah, like blockbuster or whatever. Mm-hmm. But uh, Meg Ryan was offered this for $5 million, but she turned it down. I see why. So, I don't see Meg Ryan in this kind of role. So that's my question, because I have that note as well, right? So yeah, she herself was offered five million, but turned. Mm-hmm. But when Kidman got the role, she was only paid two million. She wasn't as famous. That's that's the only reason. I think so. I mean, I don't. I mean, I don't really like, know. But... To say, well, we offered her, so you can have the five million. No, 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 no. Because it, it, your quote depends on like nominations, uh, you know, different films you were in. Meg Ryan was in like, what was she in? Like Sleepless in Seattle or like one of those big rom-coms oh, that it. was like massive. It was either Sleepless in Seattle or like While You Were Sleeping. It was like one of those. Mm. Um, everyone's like, like people dude. who love those films are like freaking out right now. Like, how do you not know what movie she's in? <laughs> I, I I don't know. I don't watch those rom those soppy rom coms, so Everyone I don't really know. Yeah, but you know. Oh shit! Okay, Nicole Kidman got two and a half for Batman Forever. Oh shit! And that was before uh-huh. movie. No, this was after. Uh, same year. I don't know which one. Well, Batman Forever, like that's a big movie. I think that was summer. Yeah, and this was like winter. I think right. Hmm. Yeah, she got five million for the Peacemaker, six and a half for Eyes Wide Shut, seven million for Moulin Rouge. Uh, best so, yeah. movie ever. I think haven't seen like, it. Not into no, it. Yeah. Well, you don't like musicals that much, right? <laughs> not really. I like some, yeah. but I like some of the older ones. The newer, like older, like as in like fifties and sixties. The newer ones, like I will not watch La La Land. I think I saw one scene. Yeah, it, was, it, was garbage. All right. it was all right. Yeah, I was not no into it. Any listener out there, but La La Land was not my bag. <laughs> no, not my bag either. Um, neither was what. There was something else that like Hamilton. Don't care. I know it's um, made into a movie. Hamilton? Hamilton and, oh, what's that other one that guy is working on? Oh, In the Heights. Oh, yeah. Well, Hamilton's already out, right? Isn't that on Disney? Like the movie? It, it Well, like the stage version. Yeah. Oh, oh, okay. I thought it was like a feature, like a live action thing. Oh, they just like taped a performance? It's good. Yeah. It's good, but I know it's supposed to be like a movie movie at some point. Oh, I see. Gosh. This pandy has really fucked it all up. Yeah. Pandy. Yeah, I know. I've seen people say pandy. I don't know. I just saw it. I just kind of wanted to say it. (laughs) I'm not, I don't actually use it in conversation. (laughs) Sorry. Yeah. (laughs) It's just like, I'm so over it at this point. I'm just like, oh. God, I know. Um, the, my only other note is I have that Kidman, Nicole Kidman, was nominated for a BAFTA, and she mm-hmm. won a Golden Globe for this one. That's awesome. And a lot of people thought she would be nominated for an Oscar, apparently. Mm-hmm. So that was kind of funny. Um, I think um, before I get into to my stuff, but um, I think you would like Moulin Rouge just based on the costumes alone. Yeah, because Baz Luhrmann, right? It's a guy who did yeah. Romeo and Juliet. All of yeah. them. Yeah. I I've think heard it's pretty cool. Really like, yeah. Maybe then was that that's two thousands? Was not like two thousand one uh, or like oh two something like that? I think it was two. Let me see. I all I know is the oh two thousand one. Yeah, it's the hey sister soul. Yeah, <laughs> that's all I know is that that song came out for that movie oh, <laughs> aguilera and and pink and maya yeah, yeah. little kim, kim. <laughs> yeah little kim like the best what do you have for behind the scenes um i had the i had the meg ryan thing i um we we talked about that i'm gonna Jen- google this now if i'm finding Jennifer what. Kelly, ellen degeneres sandra bullock janine garofalo ellen yeah they What's were ellen they doing were all, yeah i know right they were all considered for the role of janice the sister 
Oh, okay. That might make more sense. Um, I, I love Alina Douglas. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I love her. She's so funny. She's so she's in so many things, but they're so random. Uh huh. So, um, Heather Graham auditioned to play Lydia. Oh, Lydia. I can see that. Um, Vince Gallo. She's too cute, though. Yeah, she really is. Like, not that the other girl is like not, but she's just too cute. Like, she's too blonde. Like, she looks a lot like Nicole Kidman. Who's the actress that actually played Lydia? What's her name? Um, oh God, let's see. Her, I think I, I've seen her in other stuff, show. right? Yeah. What's her she, name? Allison Foland. Because she almost looks like that girl um, who played in. Uh, she's that. in Goodwill Hunting too. Oh, was she? Yeah, she looks really different. She's blonde. Mm. Didn't I just looked her up the other day? Was she in? Oh, I think she's in Foxfire. Or okay, she's in Boys Don't Cry. Oh no, this is her first film to die for. Oh, nice. She's in something because I just looked at her page and I was like, oh, I don't know. I must have seen her somewhere. But yeah, Vin Isaac and Vigo Mortensen also read for the role of Larry. Wait, who's the first one you said? Vince Gallo. Oh, Vincent Gallo, the guy in Buffalo 66, mm-hmm. which we did. Yeah, yeah, okay. Um, but that's all I have. For- yeah, I mean, there's a few, there are a few like little tidbits on uh, IMDb, but it's basically just about like her landing the script mm-hmm. and, you know, her really trying, like uh, Nicole Kidman trying really hard to get this role. Um, she like called Gus Van Sant at home mm-hmm. and she was like really like, telling him her thoughts on the character, how she was going to play her. Casey apparently beat out Ben Affleck for that role. <laughs> and also uh, Matt Damon, because the Gus Van Sant thought that Ben Affleck and Matt Damon kind of lost their Boston accents. And he thought Casey still had his, and he was more like rough and tough. Uh-huh. So that's why he picked him, which I thought was really interesting. Um, and then I think it was filmed in Canada, but it takes place in New Hampshire. So yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty interesting, but it's all just super friggin uh like cold <laughs> it just looks super cold just like now just looks super cold out speaking of so matt, speaking of matt damon real quick um i heard that he was gonna portray a version of batman what <laughs> i don't know no that can't be true or tv show or something allegedly <laughs> allegedly yeah, i'm trying to be playing a version of batman really yeah no 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 he already did like jason Bourne. like that was cool like why no 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 anyway also another note steven dorf who was just in the movie sfw that i reviewed steven dorf and edward furlong were considered for the role of jimmy emmett oh yeah and furlong was really disappointed over not receiving the part he thought he had a really good meeting with the director and he thought he was going to get it but he did not. It went to Joaquin, and thank God. God, because he's love Joaquin. Like I know, amazing. It's everything about him. He's just so cool, and I love Rooney Mara. Yeah, like who he's with now, and they just had a baby, and his name is River. I was like, oh, so cute, so cute. They're both so cool. They're both so like low key Hollywood, you know. Yeah, like Keanu Reeves style. Like they just kind of like do their films and then just like you know live under the radar. Mm-hmm. So that is super cool. But yeah, that's all I have for behind the scenes. Is that all you have? That's all I have, yeah. Nice. Let's get into the fashion. This is this is this is more of the bulk of I think of the film than anything else because the fashion is I didn't even count. I wish I counted how many outfit changes she has. I was about to do that in It's like Cher Horowitz level. Like she's she is really changing outfits and like I feel like this is Cher Horowitz in a small town. Like her outfits, like I told you offline, is like another character of the movie. Yeah, it totally is. That's totally true. And thank you to Beatrix Aruna Pastor. I believe that's how you say her name. She's the costume designer. Yeah. yeah, so cool. All right. So what are your like standouts, your highlights? So Kimmin's outfits, like we said, are incredible and smartly put together. Um her what I call her like yellow and white picnic table skirt suit mm-hmm. um, is fantastic. And it definitely screams like eager to get your attention. Mm-hmm. Um, her triangular mini skirt outfit. Um, it's like multicolored. I can't remember what it, I, I think it's in the beginning. No, that's the flowery one. Um, 
Yeah, I'm trying to think of which one of the mini skirt ones. I, one I, I wish I wrote down like what scene these. Oh, the scenes they yeah the scenes they were in. The flower dress, uh, where she walks into the the conference room with a straw hat thing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was really cute. Um, her baby blue weather girl outfit mm-hmm. uh, with the yellow blouse with the black polka dots. Girl, let me tell you, by the way, polka dots is like her favorite thing. In this a movie. favorite <laughs> super favorite I don't, I don't know if it was i guess it was 90 i mean obviously 90s fashion but like did women wear that much polka dot i don't think so i mean she was definitely like a a, a different uh, an exception even in the film no one else is wearing any like crazy prints it's like she's wearing this like really like get your attention kind of stuff yeah all of them were just like very attention there was this one where you know how it's like a, a vignette of I don't know what you call that actually, but like where she comes up to um, the dude from Jurassic Park with like suggestions, and mm-hmm. every time it's like a different outfit. The there was this one outfit where it was like just the jacket and uh-huh. black pants, and you saw nothing under the jacket, and you're like, "You hooker!" Oh my gosh! Oh, I didn't even see that. Yeah, no way. <laughs> oh my god! I was like, "Really, bitch." wow those are those are my notes oh cool wow i have a ton okay good so (laughs) i love the blue checkered dress when he first when larry first sees her at the club and i love that she's drinking like a a drink that has a lemon in it and you can see like the yellow of the lemon and like the blue dress it just looks really cool together yeah i think that's super cool i love when they're bowling when he's like dating her or no, she's not even dating her. I think he sees her at the bowling alley and she's wearing like this blue top and these like red gingham pants Yeah, with like the bowling shoes. It looks really cool. Um, I love his shirts. Larry's like band shirts and flannel. Apparently the real guy, the husband, I think his name is Greg that was murdered. He wore a lot of band shirts. I think he wore like Van Halen shirts or something like that's actually a trait of, of the, the real person. Um, I love the leopard dress she has on at the honeymoon in like the motel. Well, they forgot about that. Yeah. That one's super cool. Which like jumps on top of him. That one's cool. Um, I love the pattern mini dress she has when she invites the parents over for dinner, like Mm. after the honeymoon, it's like this, weird like 60s mod paisley looking like super 60s print and it looks so cool um the all pink outfit she has on when she gets the dog she mm. has like bright pink pants and then she has like a pale pink thing like top on like it's really cool um the yellow floral suit when she goes like the one that's slow-mo when the guys first see her yeah when like at the school that one's really cool i also love how it's like metal music like in all of these like little vignettes <laughs> that was my like music no that that was funny um i love jimmy's jacket with the leather sleeves mm-hmm. and the denim and the flannel like amazing so cool uh her outfit lydia i mean i like the ball chain necklace. i like that red leather jacket but it's a little too like yeah i mean i get it she's too like slack she's like slacker shabby. yeah yeah she's like shrabby like yeah and then also same with casey affleck what's his name russell yeah because it's kind of like weird vintage old daz leather jacket like whatever <laughs> really oh, i don't like him I'm really no. no not a fan i'm i'm really really super into ben affleck right now because i love all those memes of him bouncing coffee outside of his house <laughs> Have I sent those to you? I need to send them to like everyone mm-hmm. I know. No? Mm-mm. I'm going to send them to you. It's so funny. Actually, I'm going to send it to you right now so I can get your live reaction. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I have them saved in my phone because I'm a psycho. Um, He's literally been taking these paparazzi photos. This is probably old by now because, yeah, it, it just kind of happened for, let me see, for like a while now. But it's the funniest fucking thing like I've ever seen. It kind of like freaks me out. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> and this is a meme. Okay. Okay. I've just sent all of these <laughs> to Mikey live. <laughs> so I can't wait. I am. Um, I can't wait. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> this is Ooh, why I love Dunkin' Donuts, you I, cruel woman. Oh, uh, well, he's from Boston. That's like a religion. <laughs> 
<laughs> Dunkin' Donuts in the Northeast. It's a religion. Oh my god, dude, I love him. That I love Ben Affleck. Take a shit. <laughs> he just looks like he's like the coffee is the only thing saving him. And I'm like, me too, girl. Me too. Plants, anxiety meds. <laughs> yeah, that was like a meme of like everything that's like you're trying to juggle in your life. Coffee gear I should be using to make. But I don't <laughs> like a French press that you just don't buy and you don't use. Yes. <laughs> it's really funny. That's why I love it. Um, let's see. My only other one is oh, I love that um blue polka dot blouse and and like the and it's like and then she has the pants too, like the sky blue pants are cool. I also love the pastel plaid suit she had on at one the, point. The other girl one, right? Yeah. Uh, blue, yeah, I think so. Uh, right. I was saying with the. Yeah, uh, I think it's that one. Bats. Yeah. Yeah, that one's cool. Yeah. I like the outfit where she's dancing uh, in the rain and in, in front of the car. It's like a oh, blue yeah, polka dot. Like, yeah, dress. Like picking up her skirt, and I'm like, you hooker. I know. I was like, <laughs> oh, she's like a a sociopath too. I mean, she doesn't cool. give a fuck about anyone else but no. herself. No, and then, <laughs> and then the photo booth outfit. I love both of their outfits in that. What is the photo booth outfit? That he has that muscle shirt on, and she has that cropped like like tiger print. Oh thing right. on with like when they're at the carnival in public i was like why are you guys in public holding hands going into a photo booth like everyone knows her and they know that she's married yeah. to this guy who has the italian restaurant so that was really funny yeah that was the that was my last one the other ones are there are other some other cool ones that she has like a lot of plain outfits she has a fucking ton she's got to have oh, like yeah. 50 outfits i mean like i said i mean this was like another her fashion just her wardrobe was on another character Oh, totally. It was totally like a fashion, um, uh, fashion set. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Totally. No. Yeah. Totally. She's definitely like a fashion horse or whatever they call it. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. It's funny, but like side note, I remember before all like technology became quote unquote better and whatnot. I remember the little stick up things that the weather people would do oh yeah you're right you know? <laughs> it was like a magnet thing yep. <laughs> they would put the sun on it and then put like oh yeah oh wow i just thought about that before yep. they had the screens yep. that they were like yeah like talking they were like, to. Oh, here you go <laughs> yeah that's true right. like here's this is gonna be this and rain over here like oh that's funny forgot about that that's cool <laughs> All right, so what are your... um, Oh, yeah, music notes. Danny Elfman did a lot of the score of this, which he works with, like, a lot of people. Doesn't he work with Tim Burton? Yeah, I mean... Is it Danny Elfman? He he did most of the composing for, actually, the the first two original Batman movies. Oh, yeah, you're right. Wait, did he do Forever or no? uh, I don't believe so. Yeah, let me see. I'd be wrong. But actually, it was really funny because... So when the one scene where Suzanne comes in and what's his name? Larry, Mm -hmm. he's sitting on the couch with his feet up on the table. Right. And she's like, I told you not to put your feet up on the table. And doing this like interaction, he's like, you know what I'm trying to talk to you about. All of a sudden this like string uh, composed string of strings, like come into the background and I looked it up. It is the exact same music that Danny Elfman used for Batman Returns when uh, ever Catwoman's on screen. No way. That's with like a little bit of ad- added elements, but it's oh, wow. the same way. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. It's awesome. I loved it. I was like, oh, bitch. <laughs> wow. I also had no idea that he's married to Bridget Fonda. Who? uh danny elfman no way yeah i just googled him he's in literally he does the music for almost every tim burton film like wow almost every single one yeah men in black sleepy hollow goodwill hunting peewee's big adventure (laughs) like the first spider-man big fish mars attacks like i mean it's crazy the justice league the new justice league like planet of the apes like like everything that he's one of the yeah like the top dudes in that that oh, field that's cool um, yeah, that's super cool i love the metal that's like spliced in like that oh, like it's yeah, just yeah. it's just like randomly like i think it's like whenever jimmy's like i don't remember if it's if it's tied to jimmy like whenever he sees her or something but i love when she's walking slow-mo into the school and they all see her and it's like this like death metal like yeah. <laughs> i think it's so cool it happens like two other times and then i love the sweet home alabama 
And then I love the Donovan like season of the witch at the end. Oh, I do too. Yeah. And it was it, cool it, with it, her eyes. It was really funny too because like I, I had a note that was like, coincidentally, she played uh, Samantha in Bewitched. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. And she also played a witch in Practical Magic. Practical Magic. <laughs> oh, my God. We should totally do that. Yeah, we totally should. I haven't seen that movie. I literally have seen it like once a really long time ago. It's Sandra Bullock yeah. and Nicole Kidman. Isn't there another woman too? Or is it just the two of them? Um, do you remember, uh, what's her name? Diane Weiss from um, Yeah. Page. She plays one of the ants. Oh, and Stalker Channing's in it too. And Stalker Channing, yeah. That's oh shit, 98. That's totally um available. We should totally do that like next Halloween. Oh, I would love to. So that we have one. I feel like we did all of the scary ones. Like this, this I forget the boyfriend that's in there. Um, I think it's Aiden Quinn. Mm. He's the cop. Is that him? No, no, no. The really like the one that. Oh, Goran. Oh. Yeah, he has like a uh, like a different name. Where is he from? Croatia. He's a Croatian name. Mm. I don't know how to say it. He's in Girl and the Dragon Tattoo. Oh, okay. An ER apparently. An Electra. <laughs> With uh, yeah. Uh huh. Interesting. It's so funny. <laughs> uh, um, do you have any music notes? Any more music notes? Other than that, let uh, the Catwoman thing. Leonard Skinner. I did have, and then um. I've never heard of this band. It's called they're called Straw People. No, I haven't heard of them either. So you know the house the that house dance scene where she's like basically um dancing with Jimmy. Oh yeah, and taping them. Him. Um yeah, it's this band Straw People that's playing in the background and it's called Wings of Desire. It was actually like I, I just like the song. It was kind of cool. It was really cool. But that's all my music notes. Cool. All right. So favorite scenes and lines. Favorite. I didn't write any quotes down. I know there's so many. I'm going to have to find out what I'm going to call this. But yeah. yeah, I don't have any quotes written down. So I've got three quotes. Three, three quotes. <laughs> wow. I can't even talk today. Um, three quotes. And I have not a not really a favorite scene, but a funny scene, if that makes sense. Okay. Um. So I'll I'll tell you the funny scene and weird at the same time. But Joaquin, uh, I think it's in the beginning where it's like Joaquin is in prison and he's being interviewed and he says, I never I never gave a rat's ass about the weather until I met Mrs. Moretto. Now I take it very, ser very seriously. If it rains or there's lightning or thunder or if it snows, I have to jack off. <laughs> if it's not sunny, I'm jacking off. <laughs> right. Essentially. <laughs> wow. And then I, I forget what scenes these were. I think they were toward the end, but. One quote is, television brings the world into our homes and our homes into the world. Hmm, that's I true. Think, I think she was talking, I think Suzanne was talking to uh, the dude from Jurassic Park. Um, oh, yeah, Newman. And then, yeah. <laughs> I was thinking of him as Newman. <laughs> yeah. And then um, Lydia is saying this at the end, uh, where I guess she's she's basically like saying what Suzanne told her at one point. Mm -hmm. Anybody... Uh, Wait, what is it? You're not anybody in America unless you're on TV. On TV is where we learn who we who we really are. Because what's the point of doing anything worthwhile if nobody's watching? And if people are watching, it makes you a better person. And then she's like something about like, oh, Suzanne would Suzanne would be dead if she heard me say this. I know she would die if she like heard me say it. Do, do they just not know that she died? I think she like question. disappeared. Like, what question. happened? <laughs> I, I have no idea. And then I also want to know what happened to the dog. Like, who takes? They took the dog, the dog, though. I think the mafia dude has the dog because the dog's alive, like in the front seat. <laughs> but that's it. Like, then you don't see the dog anymore. And I'm like, what? <laughs> I know. I have more questions on like. I, I mean, I think that they knew. Like, they have to know because. Is there isn't there a reason why that that sister is like skating? Because the dad set it up. Oh, so like yeah, so the sister's skating on it, so she they know that like they had to put a hit out on her. But like, does everyone else just like not talk about her? No. And like, then, what about her parents? <laughs> so here's the thing. So you know how I said in the beginning, I was like, that is how you you get rid of a body. But however, it's stuck under the um the ice, right? Yeah, it melts. Like the body's gonna turn up. Yeah, that's not gonna stay frozen forever, 
Right? Like, and then, yeah, the body's going to turn up. And also, it's, like, a visible place. Right. Like, why did you not, like, throw, like, someone at, like, with those cement shoes into, like, a river so you'll never, like, find them? Like, Thank if you're you. mafia, <laughs> yeah, why don't you do, like, I would think... Amateur mafia group. Amateur hour. <laughs> like, no. Like, that's crazy. Oh, and then I had one more quote um, from the way beginning where it's the sister. What is her name? Um, Janice um, mm -hmm. is describing the Pomeranian and she was like it was like a hairball puked up from some demon from hell <laughs> <laughs> oh poor little Pom I know they're so cute a random quote but I liked it <laughs> yeah it's pretty cool what about you I have okay I <laughs> I have like funny notes I have like 90s tabloid culture talk shows and headlines I also love the way Suzanne talks it's so like Marilyn Monroe like breathy yeah, yeah. yeah she's just like how am I gonna do this and blah, 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 blah. like she's always like whispering which I think is really funny um I wrote haha Newman <laughs> from Seinfeld I also like the documentary like mockumentary style oh yeah like this is another reason why I really love I Tanya um because oh, it was told in that like kind of funny like mockumentary style where they have the interviews and then they like it's all like flashback and like pieces of what happened i think that's cool my first favorite scene is uh just jimmy's scenes in prison like all of his scenes in prison i just love how he's just like yeah it's just i don't know i love the way he acts <laughs> he just acts so weird he's just so hot well, so i i know this is gonna come off like rude or whatnot but uh -oh. get ready people <laughs> no but like and i don't mean to offend anybody because obviously you don't see him like smoking up anything right uh-huh but is he just a ditz or is he is he on something because i don't know this is not gonna offend like, anyone uh, <laughs> about a movie they kind of they kind of imply that he's like might maybe like a little bit slow mm. Or, like, inbred? <laughs> like, didn't they say that, like, his cousins sleep with each other or something? Like, it's like all three of these, like, I mean, I love their acting. Don't get me wrong, right? But all three of them almost had, like, that same demeanor. Well, you know why I think, too, is this is kind of in the 90s what they kind of thought about teenagers. Mm. They thought teenagers were, like, slackers and, like, is that slacker generation? When kids were just kind of like, eh. like weed, uh, believe it or not, weed was not like a, um, I guess, more socially accepted thing. Like people smoked weed, but now it's not a big deal. But back in the 90s, it would be like a big deal if he was high. Yeah. yeah. Like, that would yeah. be like, a, you know, a big thing. Now, whatever. It's, it's, I mean, yeah, it's a big deal at school, but it's just a little different now. Mm -hmm. So I feel like they were kind of degenerates anyway. Like the fact that he killed someone and like, you know took that took it to that level like they were probably smoking weed they were probably drinking i mean they were probably doing something because they clearly were just like he was obsessed with her sure. anyway now i don't remember in the real case if she had to convince the boy to kill him or if the boy like actually killed the husband because he wanted to be with the teacher and he kind of hey. thought that was the only way out you said there was a documentary that you saw yeah, it was like a TV thing. There is actually something on Hulu. It's if you just type in Pamela Smart, I forgot what it is. There is a documentary on there, like like a TV thing, you know, like on ABC or whatever, where they like tell you this, the case mm -hmm. because it was a court case and everything. And the boy, like, it's you should watch it. You really should watch it now that you've I seen the film. Yeah, because it's like you're gonna be like, oh my god, the guy looks like Joaquin. If I'm not mistaken, like the boy that <laughs> his name's like Billy something. I feel like his name's like Billy something. I, I don't know why I'm thinking Billy. <laughs> Billy's mother. Oh, I mean, side note: Are you watching Riverdale? Yes. Okay, I haven't seen this week, so don't tell me. But I heard that next week they're skipping seven years. Yeah, they are. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, that's I'm, really crazy. We're gonna have to talk uh, off air or on air, even if you want to. Um. <laughs> catch up <laughs> yeah okay i need to so, i need yeah. to just watch next or this yeah it's graduation right mm -hmm. okay cool um yeah that and also i was gonna say uh, i'm really stoked for drag race did you watch untucked from last week i just i i don't know why i can't get into the untucks anymore i used to like way back in the day you didn't watch it it was all fighting 
really last week yeah it was literally like and in the beginning of they have the first 12 minutes of tonight's episode on youtube and i watched it yesterday they're still fighting the first like 10 minutes like they they haven't stopped from last week it's crazy everybody or just no candy and uh tamisha are still getting into it but it's from untuck like you gotta find untuck to watch it before tonight because when they start it they go well what happened on untuck and they talk about it because it's directly right after like it's it's picking up i know tamisha tamisha right Mm -hmm. yeah i think it's tamisha i I know she's probably not gonna be like top three no i don't think but i like her yeah i like her too i kind of like all of them except candy yeah except candy yeah i don't like her yeah i'm not a fan i i feel like she's just she's just i don't think she's at the same caliber she's just there to start drama and it's almost like on top model when like there's one girl that you're like she's not mm-hmm. like her photos aren't even that good why is she there she's there because she starts shit with everybody in the house and after a while if everyone's good and just chilling and friends like I mean, as much as it, as nice as it all is, we want to see like conflict on reality TV. That's why we're watching, you know. True. Um, but yeah, okay, cool. Just wanted to get that in. Oh, okay, so to... my next. Yeah. Go ahead. Oh, up. No, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> my next favorite scene, which also includes a quote, is when uh, Suzanne is at a pool party, I believe, for her in-laws. And they're like all these kids running around, and Larry like has this kid in in oh, his hand, and yeah. she he's like something he asks like you know. Oh, do you uh, want do you want something yeah. to drink? And she's like, no thanks. And then he has like the the kid on his arm. You want one of these? No thanks. <laughs> and then she talks to the mom. The mom is like, his mom's like berating her, like, when are you gonna have a baby? Oh, yeah. Like this is crazy. You know, you guys have been married. She's like, well, um, you know, I don't want to do that. Like, you can't be pregnant and be a newscaster. What if I have to go to like war or the royal wedding? <laughs> like, I can't have a belly. I can't do that. And they're like, New York. What? Like, she's like, what if I get sent to assignment? What if I get this? I thought that was so funny. Where she's like, no thanks. <laughs> Doesn't she say something about like? Like, you you have all this flab ew <laughs> oh yeah yeah and then she even when he even when he's walking around she's like she's like oh doesn't he look so great she's like he's gaining weight he's getting a tire he's getting a spare tire right. i've told him about this i was like oh my god she's so like vapid yeah very <laughs> just terrible um and then also i i love just the scene when when uh larry is like they're back at home and larry is like telling her like look my dad wants me to manage the restaurant and like i'm gonna do menu items all this like dumb boring banal shit and she's like and he's looking at her and he's telling her like look what you're doing isn't gonna go anywhere uh you know you making this movie and like you see her stare off into the distance but i love how the camera like it's all black around him and like it's in this little small circle because she's like so mad yeah she's just like she just like you can tell at that moment she just completely snaps and like zones mm-hmm. out. I just like the way they filmed that. I thought it was really cool. That, that was a good film. Uh, yeah, I like that a lot. That was super and neat. She just kind of like and also, back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She just kind of like goes back and then she's like, "I'll think about it." Right. <laughs> and then she just leaves. Um, it was also really weird too when she got married and she kissed her dad and it was all close up and she's like, "I'll never find a guy like you." I don't remember that part. Yeah, it was when she got married. But it was weird the way they showed it. It was like slow-mo. And she like kisses him on the cheek. And she's like, don't worry, daddy. I'll never find a guy like you. That's like as good as you. Yeah, it was kind of weird. Like we said earlier, I love the all by myself on the speaker. (laughs) Funeral. It was so it was so inappropriate. Like it was just so funny. Um, And then I just like the way that she's. Oh, would you that would do that i know one in particular person that would do that um i'm not gonna mention her name on here <laughs> oh damn like you mean to someone that they didn't like at their funeral or like yeah. just in general like yeah one thing if the person wanted it like if they requested a song be played okay but that one just seemed like she just did it <laughs> like yeah. she was just like let me do this it's just standing there too and it's like everyone else is like talking at it like mouths open like what? i know like what's going on here this is so weird yeah that's all i have that's that all i have that's all you have yeah uh, that's all i have well i mean i have some other notes like just like random things like uh like i love when she goes out when they when the guys uh when larry's body is found and like all the cameras are outside and they're like you don't have to go speak and she goes out and all the things are flashing and she like brushes her hair Oh, like yeah. the first thing she does is like move her hair out of her eyes to be oh, like, no. 
hello <laughs> yeah, the sure she has a dog in one arm <laughs> mm-hmm. and it's crazy that the girl so wait did lydia not uh did lydia not go to jail at all that that was my takeaway because she has she was going on raw though she was going on like all these other ones that yeah she and then like the camera pans away and like turns into these little screens mm-hmm. of her so i'm gathering that she didn't go to jail yeah i don't think so but, but it's her what, gun what happened to casey affleck he got 16 years he caught oh, he plea. okay yeah he got to plea but jimmy was in for life plus 30 right yeah which yeah. is crazy well, that makes sense they do that they like just i don't know they just throw the book at you <laughs> right. pretty much yeah wait i'm trying to think of who the guy okay pamela smart is currently 53 mm-hmm. um trying to find out what is it on wikipedia it's like the weapon used to kill the man was like 38 caliber pistol parentheses committed by underage sex partner wait so the real uh the real woman she's in jail mm-hmm. i think she's in for life let me say because she's accomplice. Oh yeah, she's life without parole. Oh wow. Yeah, wow. Crap. It's kind of crazy. So, yeah, I'm guessing. Yeah, in the movie, Lydia didn't. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think yeah, yeah. she would become famous. Just yeah, for her story, her side. <laughs> I guess. Yeah, just for being the only. Yeah, just for being the one who like didn't. I guess didn't cop up. She wasn't there, right? They took the, but she gave him the gun though. Because it was her mom's gun. Yeah, that's that's weird. Yeah, I guess, that was another sketchy story. I, like, I mean, she was technically wearing a wire, so she was helping them. Oh, so that's right. Yeah, I guess she cooperated. It wasn't said, but maybe because of cooperation that they let her off. I don't know. I can't believe she did a wire and she was taping uh, Suzanne. And then mm. Suzanne, like, they didn't even arrest her in time enough for the mafia to kill her. Right. Like, how did they not arrest her right away? Like. Like she was like, still around, and then that's when the mafia got her. <laughs> you have proof. I mean, yeah, you have total proof. Then, is, is, is this weird of me to say? What? That I wish there was a scene where that guy did <laughs> kill her, like his the actual action. Oh, instead you mean of, like instead of her, instead of just in the ice? Like, yeah. Yeah, I kind of want to know what happened. Yeah. Like, did he shoot her? And then, like, how did he freeze like, it? Like, it almost, well, if you if you pause it, right? Because I um, I kind of pause it, even though it's um, it looked like he strangled her because it looks red around. Oh. I mean, oh, okay. Than ice, so it's like hard to see, but it looks. How did he freeze her? That's like was how was it a completely like like an ice rink completely even but right. yet there was someone under like how long had it passed before she came and was skating on it was that ne- la- the next year like i have so holes. Holes. <laughs> so many holes so many questions and like what the fuck man yeah i guess uh we'll have to uh find someone from the film and ask him maybe we can find the author and ask him oh my god that would be awesome for Gus Van Sant, maybe. Why did you not show this? <laughs> right. We wanted a Tarantino-style story. We wanted, like, all gore, all everything. Yeah. We wanted to know what happened. <laughs> the gorier, the better. Yeah, right? Like, I guess in 95, though, this was a pretty... I feel like this was a pretty daring film, too. Mm. Um, just the subject matter. It's a great first feature from Joaquin. Yeah. Um, so that's cool and also casey i think it was his first movie mm-hmm. and someone else maybe the girl too yeah allison Folland, lydia is her first movie so it was a lot of people's like yeah. entry into the <laughs> here do you want to yeah. be in a murder movie <laughs> i know you want to be like a dark comedy like slash murder thing oh yeah super uh, this is your entrance into hollywood here you go you're welcome <laughs> <laughs> yeah right crazy well we've kind of reached the end here i think we're at a good peace and out point definitely uh like and subscribe uh five stars on itunes write a review please uh check out mikey's podcast chips and dish i'll put the link in the show notes thank you yeah follow at fashion grunge pod i've been trying to like on instagram i've been trying to like post more on on instagram 
Got to do a lot of podcast marketing shit. Yeah. Yeah. And there's some new stuff. I mean, while we're at home, it's it's fun doing all this research. Stuff. It totally is. Yeah. What else are we doing? You know, like it's it's pretty <laughs> cool. And we're also going to be doing the social network for our forward flash this month. That's going to be out, I believe, on like the 28th, the end of the month. The next one, the first one we're going to do is going to be the dreamers. So I'm going to do two this month. Which one was that? That's the one with Michael Pitt and Ava Green and Louis Garrel. It's French. Well, it's not. I mean, it's in France. They don't speak French the whole time. But I've heard you mention it, I think, before. I don't think I've seen it. Oh, okay. That's good. Yeah. It's cool. really good. I'm going to do that. And then I'm excited to do the social network. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I, I love that movie. Here. Oh, yeah. It's on Netflix. Oh, cool. Yeah, go check it out. And uh, yeah, I guess we will see you on the next one. Peace. Bye.